And hi, welcome to the DS Walk Show. I am your host, D to the S to the W-A-L-O-K. And it feels good to be back here on Anchor Podcast, where you can do your podcast. So if you're interested in doing your podcast, just look up Anchor Podcast, and you can follow those directions, and you can do a podcast like me and hundreds and millions of others who love doing podcasts. And on today's show, I'm just going to get right into it. You know, we have a lot of people out here who are doing extraordinary things that we look over or we know about it. We just don't talk about it. We have a woman here who I say she is going to go down as the person of the century. Because what she did to postpone her life, her livelihood to help someone else. Not me by helping someone else. She helps someone to get free. She helps someone to live their life again. I'm talking about Maya Moore, WNBA All-Star for the Minnesota Lynx. And Maya Moore is an extraordinary young woman. I mean, she's one of the best WNBA players in the league. She's in her prime. She's a four-time All-Star. I think she's like a two or three-time champion. Um, she has set numerous records. She plays overseas. Maya Moore is that deal. All right, baby. It, it's... It's no, it's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, let me put up for accolades for you guys. Just show you guys what I'm talking about because Maya Moore, you know, hey, in 2011, she was the first overall pick in the WNBA draft. She won Rick of the Year. And she won her first WNBA championship. In 2012, she won the WMA championship and she was finals MVP. In 2014, she was league MVP. In 2015, she was an all-star MVP and she won her third championship with the Minnesota Lennox. In 2017, she lost in the finals, but hey, she was the best player in game. In fact, she was in her prime when she stopped playing. And I'm going to get to the reason why she stopped playing. And knowing that, my, uh, Mia Moore, Maya Moore, excuse me, has dominated over there and overseas. She played, she won three championships in China from 2012 to 2015. And in 2018, she returned back to Euroleague and won a Another championship. She played with Team USA, won a gold medal. I mean, what what else that Maya Moore hasn't done? I mean, if you guys don't get it, let, let, me, let me put it to you this way. Um, she was well, she she is going down as one of the best players in Connecticut Huskies women basketball player of all time. She's going down as one of the greatest players of all time. 
Maya Moore has won at the collegiate level. She's won in high school. I mean, this woman, this young lady has done it all. All in the sport of basketball. But something was missing. In 2007, Maya ran to a gentleman named Jonathan Irons. Got to meet him. Nothing big, nothing really, nothing serious. Um, Jonathan Irons, at the age of 16, was convicted of armed robbery in 1997 and assault. According to the record, Jonathan Irons was broken to Stanley Stroller's home. He assaulted him. He had possession of a firearm. But the funny thing is, though, Jonathan Irons did not break into the house. Jonathan Irons was a young man who just basically was walking down the street. Here, now let me let me give you a little quote here from the article that how this whole thing started. Um, Jonathan Iron case has gotten national attention in due part to his efforts of being supported by Maya Moore, a Jefferson County native in Missouri. Maya Moore stepped away for two years to help with Jonathan Irons. Two years. Jonathan Irons has been incarcerated for 23, 24 years when he was convicted and a non-fatal shooting of a homeowner during a burglary. Now, according to the police and Stanley Strollers, Jonathan Irons broke into Mr. Strollers' home, shot him twice, and ran out the door. But the problem with all that is that there was no physical evidence or DNA to put Jonathan Irons in that home. Not a fingerprint or footprint. Irons, who was 16 at the time, was seen on O'Fallon Street on that evening with a gun, according to the records. So he had a gun, but he didn't enter the home. He didn't assault Mr. Stroller, even though Mr. Stroller picked him out of the lineup. Mr. Stroller was was hit in his right temple. And before I go any further, um, what happened to Mr. Stroller was sad, it was wrong. However, I am glad that he is alive. Um, I'm glad that he is safe. What happened to us should never happen to anybody. Let's get, let me get that straight out the way. What happened to Mr. Stroller should never happen to anybody in your own home. When you are home, that's like your sanctuary. That's your peace. That's where you feel safe at. You know, what's more breaking into your home, assault you and shoot you, you know, you lose that comfort level. However, I'm glad Mr. Stroller survived his shooting. Uh, I'm glad Mr. Stroller is alive today. But even innocent people make mistakes. Like Mr. Stroller did, because he identified Jonathan Iron as a man, young man who attacked him. But yet, Jonathan Iron wasn't that guy. And the only reason why Mr. Stroller pointed out Jonathan Irons because he seen Jonathan Irons prior to being on his street. 
Now again, the detective indicates that Irons confessed, but the detective wasn't able to cross-examine at trial because he was ill and he has died. So I don't believe that Jonathan Iron will confess to a crime he did commit. I believe he confessed to having a gun. And it goes on says during the hearing, Irons took the stand as on defense. And Green told him anything Iron said in the hearing could be used against him if the case were both back to trial. Iron said he understood and wanted to testify. Jonathan Irons sticking up for himself. And it goes on said at the time says that the eyewitness expert testified he reviewed reports from investigations investigation and he said the victim was shown to have not been sure who attacked him when he was given a mugshot lineup that includes iron picture the expert also said the police encouraged the victim to guess who looked like the attacker so basically mr stroll didn't know who attacked him he didn't know the gentleman was black he was white so basically he was coerced by the police Basically, hey, just pick out someone who attacked you, who looked close, who just like him. And unfortunately, Jonathan Iron was picked out. He was sentenced to 50 years in prison at the age of 16. Just imagine the age of 16 and you get sentenced to 50 years in prison. That's your entire life. So you look like, dang, I won't get out of here until I'm like 66 years old. Even though he was sentenced to 50 years, there was no evidence that said that he committed this crime. There was no fingerprints. There was no DNA. There was no footprint. And, and the fingerprint that was there, his defense team was not allowed to see it or was, wasn't given to them. So now this is where Maya Moore comes to play. Because she met Jonathan Moore in 2007 and heard his story. And I'm quite sure that story, hey, stay with her. Because in 2019, Maya Moore took a year off of playing basketball to focus on his case. We talking about a young lady that was in her prime career. She was the best player in the league. Took a step away from her team. Took a step away from the game that she loves to help out this man. And then once she got involved, she started seeing the same stuff that hit Jonathan Iron Lord was seeing. They had no evidence. They had no DNA. They had no footprint. They had no fingerprint. So basically, the only thing he had was a gun. And that gun was not used in the robbery. And you, you rely on the witness, the victim, who was attacked, but he didn't know who attacked him. So Maya Moore went to action. She petitioned. She protests until Jonathan Irons got a retrial, until he was free. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to say Jonathan Irons was released from prison yesterday on July 1st. Because he was locked up for 23 years for a crime that he never 
committed. That this man lost 23 years of his life for a crime he didn't commit. Maya Moore spent two years of her prime years getting this man out of prison when he felt that it was no hope, that nobody would believe him, that nobody would fight for him, Maya Moore fought for his freedom. And he's out. Even in the past, when Jonathan Irons and his lawyers filed petition after petition after petition after petition to get a retrial, he was denied. For no reason. Maya Moore started a petition on change.org to spread the word about the irons and about what happened to him. And she also started a social action campaign within the justice to get him out, to get his story heard, to get a retrial. She had to take little steps, but every step she took, it was a victory. It was just once one victory here and one victory there, one victory here. Every victory, in my opinion, was a sign of hope for Jonathan Irons. And once he was able and had the chance to share his side of the story, he was a free man. Because you have to think about it. When he was 16 years old, he probably couldn't afford a lawyer. He probably had a, a public defender. You know, public defenders, are, they never fight for you. They always want you to plead deal. Or they didn't want the case. Or they don't want you to take the stand. Or they don't care if you're guilty or not. Maya Moore in my opinion, is, like I said, she, it's not my opinion, uh, if you follow Jamel Hill, you follow her tweet, she is, like, to me, the, she is a woman of the century, but to me, she's the person of the century. How many people would do this? How many people will postpone their career, their life, and for two years to help a man get out of prison, to help a man to be free of a crime he didn't commit to help a man that no one would never help. How many of us would take the time to do that? How many athletes? How many senators? How many? How many? Just people in general would take the time to fight someone and know they're innocent. When John the Iron was released yesterday, and when you look on the videos on Instagram, it's on YouTube, I know that was a relief for him, a sign of life, a sign of I can live my life. And he even said to himself, you know, I'm dedicating my life to help others like him who are inc incarcerated and they're innocent, devoted his time to that cause and God. It's amazing how it's amazing how what people can do if they put their mind into it. It's amazing how we have some people out here who are angels. We have people, some people out here who actually cares. 
Maya Moore is an angel. She's an angel of God. You know, she helped a man. Actually, you can say she helped a young man because he was locked away at the age of 16. The only thing John the Irons did wrong that day was carrying a gun and selling marijuana. That's it. That's the only thing he's guilty of. And it's unfortunate. Because I'm quite sure John the Irons will never forget that day. And he will never forget July 1st, 2020. Through all the peaceful protests, through all the police brutality, through the coronavirus. This right here is a story that needs to be told. This here is a story that, that needs to be broadcast everywhere because we we hear all the time how, how people don't like the media because it, the media only talks about the bad stuff in the news. It, they always talk about the negative. Well, this is a positive, and I work in the media, and this is a positive, positive story, and I'm talking about it. And I hope that everyone, not just on ESPN, not just on Fox Sports 1, but I hope NBC, Fox, ABC, CBS, all the sport, all the news channels, CNN, I hope they all talk about this story. Because this is a positive story. This is something that we need to hear in our country right now through all that's going on. It doesn't matter if Maya Moore is a African-American woman who plays professional basketball in the WNBA or play basketball overseas. This is a story about a woman who has no ties to this man, but took interest to his story back in 2007 and finally did something 12 years later and to only to see it come to fruition in 2020. You don't hear stuff like this a lot. You don't hear about stories like this. This is a feel-good story. This is probably one of the best stories of the year by a woman, a person, an activist who deserves the century, the personality, person of the century award for the what she's done and for this man. Maya Moore, as great as great of an athlete she is, she is destined for bigger, better things off the basketball court. And I hope that she realized that the talent that she was blessed with, because I believe Maya Moore can help many, many people, thousands of people who are incarcerated and who are innocent. She can help a lot of innocent people who are locked up. She can help people in general. Maya Moore, like I can't, I can't stress it out anymore. She dedicated two years of her life, two years of her prime years in the WNBA. You don't hear that. You would never see an NBA player dedicate their life for a cause. Let alone you won't even see or hear about an ordinary Joe dedicate their life and postpone their life for a cause like this. Maya Moore is a blessing from God. And, I, and I'm just not saying that. I'm quite sure Jeremy Irons is saying that. I'm quite sure he believes that. 
Again, I can go down to her accolades. She was the first pick in the 2009 WNBA draft. She was rookie of the year. She had excelled both in the WNBA and overseas in Europe and in China. She has won four WNBA championships in 2011, 13, 15, and 17. She's a WNBA Most Valuable Player in 2014, a WNBA Finals MVP in 2013, a three-time WNBA All-Star in 2015, 17, and 18, won two Olympic gold medals, a WNBA scoring title, three-time All-WNBA. She won both the Spanish League title and the Year League title, playing for for uh, was this Rosa Caressa's Vecina in 2013 through 2015. She also won a Chinese League title every year. Maya Moore has won a second year title, playing for UMMC in 2018. Since 2019, she has not played. In the WNBA, but yeah, she is still regarded as the best player in the WNBA the two years that she has taken hiatus. And I ain't even touched her accolades for the playing for the UConn Huskies. I hadn't even touched that. Two times Honda Sports World win for basketball, three-time Big East Player of the Year, two-time Academic. All-American of the year. All-Sports Academic All-American. NCAA Tournament Most Outstanding Player. USBA WA National Freshman Year in 2008. Maya Moore has done it all. Two-time NCAA Champion. Four-time AP All-American. Maya Moore has done it all in basketball. Now we can sit back and say Maya Moore journey is just getting started. Cause what she did with Jeremy Irons is just a start. Cause Maya Moore is gonna have a lot to do. And whether she returns to the WNBA or not, we don't know. I'm quite sure if you're a WNBA fan, you would love to see her back on the court. But if you're just a fan of her, period. You just can't wait to see all the good she's gonna do while she's still alive because Maya Moore is is blessed for greatness on and off the court. And I can't wait to see her next act. I can't wait to see what she's gonna do next. I can't wait to see it. Man, I'm so overwhelmed with joy. And I don't even know this man. I'm overwhelmed with joy because just seeing a man who was 16 years old got sentenced to 50 years in prison. He did 24 of those years. He's 40 years old now. And it's like, when you're 16, it's like, wow, my life is over. My life is over. I mean, what, what can I do? There's nothing to do. I just want to say that to anyone who's out there who lost hope in life, whether you're locked up, whether you're going through some changes, or whether you depressed, or whether you're going through life, that's negative. 
I hope you guys see read this story and I hope you guys see this story because there is hope. Jonathan Irons lost hope. But he was blessed with an angel who gave him hope. And when he got released, Maya Moore was there to celebrate his freedom, to celebrate him back out along with his family, along with his friends. I want you guys to know that there is hope out here. Everything is not as bad. There are some good. And there are some good people out here. Bayou Moore has demonstrated that. And Jeremy Irons asked what he's going to do now that he's free. And he said, I want to rest. I'm going to get my legs under me and be able to stand. Because there's a lot to justice to. I mean, he's been locked up 24 years. I mean, 24 years, man, that's two decades. That's over two decades. A lot has changed. And another thing he said, I am surrounded by people I know who love me, who have my best interests in mind, and I'm, and I'm going to listen to them, study, and learn all I can. And when I get the time and opportunity and resources for provision, I want to be able to reach back and help other people. I want to advocate for people who are less fortunate. I want to help people with their cases. I want to speak to positive change and be part of a rebuilding process from where we're at right now. People, there's so much greater coming in the horizon, and I see it even in the darkness. I want to be able to see it. I know we're going. We shouldn't give up. We should keep going. Those are words from a man who just got out of prison, who no matter what, believed that there was a positive, there was a light in the darkness. And the New York Times even quoted and said that his lawyers, uh, that the lawyers from Missouri's attorney general had two appeals tonight and the state Supreme Court wouldn't take the case, leaving up to Tim Lomar, the lead prosecutor in St. Charles County, to decide whether the case should be retried. On Wednesday, Lomar said there would not be a retrial paving the way for Iron's release. Again, it goes back to what the judge says, that there's no case. There's no evidence. There's no case. Why should this be tried? Why should we why we should why should we continue to punish a man for a crime he didn't commit? This is this is great. To me, Maya Moore should celebrate this like she won a championship, but this is the championship in life. And it goes on. And I'm going to read this. Uh, uh, this uh, something else that Jeremy Iron said. Maya Moore got to celebrate another championship yesterday. And none of us who have been blessed to have Maya in our lives are surprised. That's from the Lennox head coach and junior manager Cheryl Reed said in a statement. She, uh, and Reed also said, I cannot imagine however what this one must feel like. I was overwhelmed seeing Maya watch Jonathan Irons walk out of Jefferson, Jefferson City Correctional Center as a free man. I I also can't help but feel a great deal of anger. Maya Moore should never have to never had to leave her profession to engage in the fight against a two-tier criminal justice system that over police wrongfully commissioned and 
over sentences of black and brown communities. The criminal justice system in America is so far from fair and equal, and it angers me that my has to sacrifice so much to overcome this racially disparate system. The system is broken, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't believe it, believe it. The system is broken. And the system do need to be fixed. It's too many innocent people locked up in prison. It's too many innocent black, brown, African-American, Hispanic people locked up for no reason. For crime they didn't commit. Our system is broken and needs to be fixed. And yes, I do, I do hear, understand uh, Cheryl Reed was coming from that, you know, Maya Moore, she never had to take two years of her prime life in her career to fight for Jonathan Irons, get his justice, to get his freedom. I hear you, but the one thing you gotta understand is that when a person got a calling, they have to answer the bell. They have to answer it. Because Life is more than just basketball. Life is more than just about us. It also is about others. And Maya Moore answered that call. And she was able to help someone who needed her. And she came through. Thank you, Maya Moore. Thank you for being the great woman, the great person that you are. And I hope that this will lead to more better and bigger things for you down the road. Until next time, thank you for listening to my show. God bless you all. Stay positive. Stay upbeat. I'm out. Peace.